Welcome to episode number 13 of the University of Vermont Medical Center Nursing Podcast Series created by nurses. For nurses. I'm Colleen Roach, an infusion and oncology nurse. And I'm Robert Hamble, a heart failure clinician and the chair of nursing professional governance this year. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. This is our attempt to get out information about new initiatives, current events, and a chance to celebrate some of the highlights of the great work happening here at the hospital. There's a lot of great work, and some of it's lit by a fire by some people that are really special. And you may know that there's um, October 1st, someone who's really been helpful in guiding our hospital uh, will be leaving. And we want to sit down with Kate and Peg Gagne to kind of talk about the last four years and kind of what this transition looks like. Um, so we hope you enjoy this kind of podcast and uh, gain some insight and uh, enjoy the appreciation that we have for Kate for what she's brought. So as you may hear, there's some change in the seasons, not just in the leaves today, um, but we're really excited to have um, Kate Fitzpatrick with us. Um, we thought uh, being the end of the month of September with Kate transitioning um, and Peg Gagne coming on on October 1st to take over the role in the interim, it'd be great to have Kate kind of sit down and talk to us just about the journey over the last four years and kind of what our future looks like. And uh, personally, Kate has been such a huge support in the podcast and really anything that we've really tried to take a risk on, she's always been supporting on us. So I'm really happy to have you today uh, here, but also inside sad that we're having this conversation. So Thank you, Robert. And uh, I feel I feel that same mixture of there's some excitement, but boy, there's a lot of sadness too. It's a, it's a tough transition. It's been an amazing four years. So talk to me a little bit, you know, four years ago, I remember sitting in a room, uh, you having a cold and we doing an interview and just getting to learn about you. But talk to us about some of the things that have, you know, brought so much pride to you about your four-year experience, things that when you leave here, you're going to take away with you that really just stuck with you. I would say there's a number of things, but probably the, the areas that bring the most pride to me are those that have allowed us to position and shine a light on nurses and the unique practice they have and what they contribute to patient care in a way that I don't think has happened here before. And so there's a number of ways that I think that's happened and it certainly has happened through so many people's efforts. I, I say to people, I'm sort of like the sprinkler of miracle Grow. The garden, the beautiful garden was already here. And so things like having nursing professional governance, giving nurses a voice to really guide decisions about their practice and their work environments, that's something I'm incredibly proud of. I think the work we've done on having an advancement structure so nurses can really have a pathway to um, you know, move their careers to the next level and really have that be based in a rigorous criteria and really that nurses led that design. Incredible work and I think it's going to serve us all well moving forward. Um, certainly the work to strengthen our relationship with the College of Nursing and Health Sciences is something that I'm really proud of. There's a number of operational things, really trying to continue to advance and um, improve the care of psychiatric mental health patients. Again, so much more work to do there, but there have been some significant steps. Um, looking at just throughput and how patients move through our system. Four years ago, there were some systems that uh, I think were 
really needing some attention and some um, further development. And over the last four years, through the efforts of lots of people, we have a much stronger hospital operations approach and different ways that we support patients and families moving through the system. I think the last thing I would say is just the work on patient and family-centered care and really creating environments and moving to things like a welcoming policy versus visitation and really investing in having patient advisors be part of all the work that we do, including nursing professional governance. So there's so many things that I could say, but those give you a flavor of, of things that have been important. I think one last thing I'll say the investment in each individual nurse. So giving them the, uh, the pathway, the mechanisms to advance their own education. So having ways that they can get their BSN for free, that's been, and having so many nurses take advantage of that, that's been remarkable. And watching people do, move on and do different things because they've invested in their own education. Yeah. That's definitely something I think we're, we're all collectively grateful for is your investment in the um, individual nurse and the nurses at large. I've walked with you through the hallways before and you know people on a first name basis and um, you're definitely well respected in the organization. So we appreciate all the work that, that you've done here. Thank you. And again, I, I have to restate it's 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 a team effort. It's never about one person. Yeah. It's it's uh, just organizing people and sparking the possibility and having people see that they can do that thing they've been wanting to do and giving them the permission, the freedom, being the wind behind their wings or whatever to to do those things, the courage to do it. So, um, and I feel like the last four years has been a gift in learning about you know how to grow and really to light the fire within, but. You know, you came here as a new CNO. How has these four years really helped you to grow to who you are today? It's a beautiful question, Robert. I think I have had a lot of time to reflect, and I would tell you I see this four years as probably one of the most impactful and important of my nursing career to date. And I've learned so much just not only professionally about working in a in a newly branded academic medical center in a rural part of the country that has one of the most unique payer systems in the country at a time when there's um, such uh, interesting things happening on the political scene, um, changes in healthcare that have been just uh, fundamentally just so different than what we've seen in the past. So being a nurse leader in that context and being a new CNO, it's, I can't help but have learned um, so much about, you know, what how you make decisions, how, what things you consider when you make decisions, how you remember that nurses are central to care delivery, but they're also part of an interprofessional team. Um, understanding and appreciating that societal things impact the work we do in, in healthcare, like the opioid crisis, the mental health crisis, all those things have a bearing on and they're influencing everything that happens. So what I've learned is you have to attend to all these different things and, and the, the way you can be the richest leader is to pay attention both I say sort of you have to look down, look sideways, look up and around and sort of you have to have peripheral vision in a lot of different areas. But it's it's been an incredibly important part of my journey and, and it's not always been easy. You we all know that and I think one of the greatest learnings for me personally was finding deep down in myself the courage to stand tall and to model courage and this idea of hope and moving forward at a time when it felt hopeless. And so I think um, that's probably the thing that I think the muscle I've strengthened the most is digging deep, standing forward, leaning forward when I wanted to retreat. And, and I think that's, that's really the greatest gift I take away. 
So I want to add Peg Gagne, who's also with us. I want to um, add her into the conversation. Um, Peg, we are excited to have you stepping in as the interim chief nursing officer. And I just would like for you guys, maybe Kate, to, to start off the conversation with how is the transition going? Well, first of all, there's no better person to take this role on than Peg. And I want to share with everybody that part of my recommendation of Peg had to do with where she has shown up, how she's shown up as a leader here over the years. She's been here 18 plus years. She's been in a variety of roles. But for those of you who know Peg, she is a steady, calm presence. She's very thoughtful and deliberate. She is one of the gifts she brings to our nursing team is she's not one of the reactive people. <laughs> she she takes her time and thinks, and I, I think that's such a gift, and it's, it's really been a gift to me personally. But Peg also has a rich history with the College of Nursing and Health Sciences. She served as faculty there. And, you know, she just was really the instrumental leader that helped us move into the Miller Building, one of the most, you know, fundamentally important changes at UVM Medical Center over the last decades, and, and Peg was the key nursing leader. So she demonstrated through that calmness, coolness, you know, she was a rock. So when I think about what you need in an interim, she, she's that person that has all those right characteristics. Plus, she fundamentally understands the mission, vision that I have advanced here around nursing, nursing voice, nursing professionalism, um, positioning nurses differently. She gets it in her DNA. So you all are in great hands. Well, welcome to the yeah, position. Yeah, welcome. Right? <laughs> After that, yeah. I have to say I'm honored and, of course, a little nervous about taking on this new role, but know that, uh, you know, I think Kate was absolutely the right leader for us at the right time. She brought so many pieces into focus in terms of what we needed to do for building the nursing uh, profession here um, at UVMMC, and I am proud and eager to carry that work forward. You bring up a really good point. We've got a lot of great things moving through, and I've had the pleasure of working with you closely this year and being part of nursing professional governance, but we also have a lot of other things going on, like Magnet, um, a call for new members for MPG. How does that look moving forward? Well, you need to know that I am totally committed to bringing all of those things forward and taking them to the next level. I think we have got some exciting new changes coming up in our NPG bylaws that will, you know, build in the unit level councils again and provide the opportunity for even more engagement at that level. I'm excited about that. I think the culture work, so we've had two healthy work environment summits and we've got some really solid action plans that are ready to go and we're just fine-tuning that and then that work will begin. Um, certainly the collaborative leadership model that, you know, again brings the focus at the unit level to having provider, nurse leader, quality engage with those unit councils and uh, really have the decision making and the work happening right at the front line. So I am committed to that and I think we've got lots of the building blocks now in place and we are going to be carrying those forward together. Yeah. Um, 
so what does the journey look like over the next six to eight months? Um, the the uh, recruitment for a new CNO, um, PEG, is that something that you're interested in? Um, just talking a little bit about what the future looks like. Well, I think that the recruitment process will be kicked off probably fairly soon. Yeah. There will be engagement from all stakeholders. Um, you know, the process usually begins with interviewing folks at all levels in terms of what are we looking for um, as a CNO, and we'll be looking at Kate and thinking about how do we clone her? <laughs> uh, but being sure that, um, you know, presence, genuine caring, that interpersonal, along with the nursing vision are all pieces that we'll be talking about, I'm sure, with the, the search firm. And then um, we will have, again, front-level staff, managers, leaders from across the organization that'll be engaged in the, in the process of selecting. If uh, a nurse wanted to be a part of that journey or find out if there's an opportunity to put their uh, name in a hat, to how do they go about doing that? I would have them reach out to Dr. Leffler, who will be instrumental in the recruitment and let, let him know that they have some interest. And I expect that he probably will be putting something out that has some guidance on that, and he'll probably have a clear pathway for that to happen. Okay. All right, Peg, we have the fun questions of where people get to know each other. Uh, so talk to us a little about who you are, Peg. Things that make Peg do, you know, what do you do outside of work? What makes you, you know, vacations, things of that sort. All righty. Well, first of all, let me talk a little bit about my nursing background because this time around I've been at UVMMC for 18 years, but actually one of my very first jobs was here. I uh, spent seven months on nights at a hospital in New York State that I don't remember a whole lot after <laughs> I graduated from. Um, but then I came over here to really my first full-on uh, role in SKU and worked in a variety of different units here before I went over to UVM to teach for uh, a few years in the associate degree program. And then when that closed, I was up in Enosburg at the home health office as a nurse manager for a couple of years. So I, uh, you know, I've had a bit of a varied background and then found my way over here for the last 18 years. Uh, outside of here, I, my husband, Paul, uh, we've been married. It'll be 40 years next year. Impressive. Wow. Um, Impressive. And we have three great kids, two of whom have luckily settled and found careers in Vermont, which I'm really excited about, and that means that my three grandchildren are within reach, about a couple miles away, <laughs> uh, and I get to spend lots of quality time with them, which I'm really excited about. Okay. Well, uh, Kate, thank you again for all of your support over the last four years. Um, I've just been so excited to see this hospital grow with people getting certifications, the emphasis on education. Um, when people talk about you, there's a glow in their eyes and just the hope. So thank you for putting us on this direction. And I've had the pleasure of working closely with you, Peg, and I know that we're in great hands um, for the journey moving forward. Um, so I want to say thank you so much. Um, Colleen, I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I kind of echo your sentiments and um, I just, feel grateful for having you for the time that we have. We look forward to the work that Peg's going to continue mm -hmm. and uh, appreciate you for taking the time to do the podcast and for believing in us for yeah. starting the podcast. Yeah. So. It's been an honor and a privilege to work with both of you. Keep shining your lights bright.
Thank you, everyone. Uh, and hope you enjoyed a little insight, and uh, thanks again. That was really great, just to kind of sit down with both Kate and Peg. We hope you really enjoyed it. Um, there's going to be a transition right now, and that's part of nursing, and that's what we do great here at this hospital. And we're really excited. It was really awesome to kind of talk to Peg today and learn a little bit about her vision and what we're going to be looking for over the next couple months and give us the program. Yeah, we'll have peg back on and hear how things are going for her in the next coming months yeah definitely i know she loves talking on the the mic with us and it was really <laughs> um it was awesome so uh thanks again for listening we hope you enjoyed that podcast and uh Look have a great day seeing you next month yeah bye uh, before we go, just wanted to bring up one really quick thing. Uh, we are moving into open call for new MPG members. So if you're looking to join MPG, our deadline this year is going to be on November 1st. Um, there's over 70 spots. So we hope you uh, consider joining to become part of MPG to work on some great projects this year. Thanks again. It's back. It's been a couple of months, but five easy quick questions with Peg Gagne. Are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. Given the choice of anyone in the world, who would you want as a dinner guest? Wow. I don't know about easy, Rob. These are a little, little challenging. Obama. Obama. All right. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would that be? It would be a photo. Okay. Of who? My parents. Ah, sweet. I thought it was going to be the starter to your bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the fridge. That would make it through. <laughs> if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh, the ability to respond quickly to questions. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. <laughs> All right, we only got two left. You're doing awesome. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? If I'm going to make it to 90. Ah. And what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Oh, I'd have to say my family. Perfect. That's a good one. That is a great one. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thanks for entertaining our questions. Yeah. <laughs>